We lost a great race car driver on January 30th, 2020, a beloved fundraiser for Riley's Children's Hospital and fierce advocate for colon cancer screening. John Andretti's accomplishments behind the steering wheel were only exceeded by his humanitarian efforts. With an unparalleled life and career to celebrate, I've assembled a podcast feature that makes 16 stops along the way, all told by those who knew him and loved him. His legendary uncle, Mario Andretti, said it best. Try to, to put together how many drivers have driven midgets on dirt, asphalt, sprint cars on dirt, asphalt, sports prototypes, indie cars, stock cars, and top fuel. You tell me who has done all that. No one. No one that I could ever remember. I mean, that I could ever put together. I mean, there's no way there's another one that has done all that. He's alone. He's alone there. In the fourth installment of Remembering John Andretti, we have Davy Jones, who was John's teammate in 1986, the BMW factory IMSA GTP program. Two of them went on to score a highly memorable win that year at Watkins Glen putting almost a thousand horsepower to the ground. These two young bucks would remain friends, forge something very important in their young careers as both went in different directions and came back together occasionally to compete against one another in IndyCar. All brought to you in the Marshall Pruitt podcast by the Justice Brothers, Cooper Tires, TorontoMotorsports.com, and Bell Racing Helmets, USA. Davey, where... And when did you first meet John Andretti? Because I know the two of you had a really important year together as young bucks uh, in IMSA. And heck, you guys even came together years later in TWR USA Swan Song in IMSA. We did. But when did you guys first meet before you became teammates in 86, the BMW GTP program? What I can recall, Marshall, was was, uh, for the BMW M team. Um, you know, McLaren North America, they were scouting out their, their drivers, uh, for their, their program. And, and, uh, you know, they got the young lions with John and Dredd and myself to team up with, uh, with David Hobbs and John Watson. So it was a two car team. And, and, uh, you know, John and I, um, you know, we had a, a huge learning curve that year, um, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of ups and downs with, with uh, you know, with little technical things happening within the team and so on. But, but uh, you know, we, we pursued through it and, and uh, you know, we had a good, a good relationship out of it. So looking at the Andretti name, something you're obviously <coughs> very familiar with coming up as an American driver. Curious, though about your reaction to meeting John Andretti, right? I mean, Michael, uh, name already in IndyCar, his father, Mario, obviously the legend of legends, but John was a bit of a, a little bit of a reach in terms of decision, in terms of, of signing him, coming so heavily out of, you know, short track racing and such. But what do you remember about meeting this yes, member of the Andretti family that wasn't a household name yet? You know, Michael and I, we, we, we raced, uh, together, you know, kind of through Formula Ford 1600s and then up into Super V's. And, and, uh, so, you know, I was, I was familiar with the, with the Andretti family, you know, they, uh, they were always, uh, good to me and, and, uh, 
you know, and, and, you know, and I consider John, you know, a, a big part of that family. Um, and I was excited to, to be teamed up with him. Uh, you know, and it was both of us was, uh, was a big learning curve, uh, you know, going from, you know, relatively low horse, horsepower uh, cars up into something, you know, that was close to a thousand horsepower with, with the BMWs. <laughs> um, so, you know, we were, you know, we, we, uh, we were good teammates. Um, I remember, you know, for both John and I, um, you know, for me, for sure, it was the first year that I was actually getting paid, uh, to, to drive a race car. You know, it's, it's always been to where, you know, you kind of supply your own expenses and, you know, the rides are there for you. Um, but, uh, this, this time, you know, it was the real deal. It was a factory BMW team and, uh, you know, they were paying John and myself. Um, you know, we had exactly the same salary, um, you know, which, Back then was quite a bit of money, and today's standards probably isn't very much money. But, you know, one thing I, I do remember very sharply about John was that he invested that money right away in an apartment building. And, uh, you know, and I was like, holy cow, how did you manage to do that? And, uh, you know, he was surrounded with some some good people in his midget racing, sprint car racing um, that kind of helped him and guided him to uh to you know to make some some wise choices along the way so you know i always looked at john as as being you know a sharp race car driver but also you know wise away from the racing scene so if we look at the two of you you're but the two of you are really coming into this bmw program young open wheelers accustomed to program being focused on you entirely in those single single seater vehicles this is also not just the first big year for the two of you in a major series and working with a major manufacturer, but also your first time of getting to really collaborate heavily with a co-driver. What do you recall from that experience with John, knowing that beforehand, you know, previous experiences, it's 100% selfishness, right? Yes and no. Um, you know, the thing I liked about John and, and, you know, to have a good teammate in any kind of endurance racing, it's, you, you can't have an ego, you know, it's, it's not about you. It's, it's about, it's a team effort. So, you know, whether it was single car, you know, single seater racing, or whether it was moving up into endurance racing where you're sharing the same car, you know, it, it's still, it's a, it's a team effort. And, and, and John, you know, John and I, we, we worked really well together. We got on well, not only on the racetrack, but off the racetrack. Um, but we had, it was a steep learning curve for us. Uh, it was, it was a, it was a, a car, not only with a lot more horsepower, but it was a much, much heavier vehicle and working with downforce and, you know, we're working with engineers and, and, and learning from David Hobbs and John Watson and, and, you know, um, it was, uh, it was just something that, you know, it, it all, it all had to kind of come together and work together. And, and, and that year, you know, as most people can recall is that we had a lot of, a lot of problems just within reliability with the car. You know, we had some fires, we had mechanical issues. We had, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of pressure from, from up top, from BMW, from McLaren to perform. And, and, uh, you know, we were, we were all working together as a team and, and, uh, John was a big part of that. Another thing that comes to mind, Davey is two of you working together, being in IMSA here in 1986, where boy, that was a rather magic year. 
in terms of quality of competition, manufacturers, just insanity. As you mentioned, 1,000 horsepower, Formula One-based engine in your BMW. Well, <laughs> there are a lot of cars with a 1,000-plus horsepower uh, as well. What do you recall about John and you adapting to one of the fiercest and possibly, you know, a car that has a, could have some pretty serious consequences if you don't get something right. What do you recall about him and the two of you adapting to such a fierce vehicle? Well, the, the, the beauty about, you know, the, the whole program is that John and I were considered the young lions um, you know, and, and, you know, we had David Hobbs and John Watson that, that, uh, really is where the, the bulk of the attention was, was for those guys to perform. And yet John and I were, were kind of like the silent underdogs kind of just riding that coattail. And, 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 and we were able to really, you know, step it out to where we can out qualify or we could run quicker, um, at times. Uh, so, you know, it was it was it was a learning curve that we both learned together, and and that and I think that was a critical part of, of John's career as well as my career is, is being able to to develop all those skills and pull it together, um, and we became you know we became good friends and good teammates. Uh, you know, it was, um, from there, uh, we kind of lost touch of each other after the program. Kind of, you know, we rolled into the next year, and BMW, uh, you know, McLaren announced that the program wasn't going to continue on. Um, so John went off and, and uh, kind of went his kind of route, and 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 I I ended up going uh, with AJ Foyt and did some IndyCar stuff, and then on to the Jag Jaguar program, um, where where John. You know, I mean, he did Indy cars. He did he did uh, NHRA drag racing for a couple of years, which I thought was just phenomenal. Um, you know, and 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 uh, you know, he moved ended up moving to North Carolina, and I moved to Lake Tahoe, and you know, life goes on. You know, Davey, before we talk about the final race you guys did together in '93, let's talk about pretty awesome win, memorable win. The two of you secured at the 500 kilometer race at Watkins Glen in that BMW GTP car in 1986. That's something where, while John had won races in his short track uh, oval career, this, as I recall, was really the first big statement making win by him in a big audience capacity. Share some thoughts about that day. It was a heck of a fight uh, that you guys had on the way to victory lane, but I have to imagine that for you and for John, that was a day that meant a lot to your careers. It was it was huge, huge for both of us. I think it really kind of put us on the benchmark to like we're here. We are we are quality drivers. We you know, uh, and 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 it was more or less a big relief that. Uh, you know, for the for McLaren North America and the whole BMW team is that we really struggled to really piece together the whole race weekend without having any any glitches or difficulties. And, and uh, um, you know, and I, I destroyed a car the weekend before um, at Road America uh, when we were running. Both both cars were running well. And, and uh, you know, I, I had a mishap on the first couple laps of the race and the team worked extremely hard. <clears throat> to rebuild a John and I a brand new car 
And we showed up at Watkins Glen and, and just everything lined up for us. You know, we had uh, fastest lap. We had a, a new record. Um, you know, we led the majority of the laps. Um, you know, and what I, so, you know, what I recall, I remember I started the race, but then John got in it and, you know, and, and we were doing so well that I don't think John wanted to get back out to, you know, he wanted to just do a, a like a splash and, and go. Uh, but the team, they wanted to put me back in right at the end of the race. Um, so it was very memorable for, for, you know, memorable for both of us. And, and it was like, yeah, we, we, we did it. We accomplished it. And, uh, you know, I, I, re, I also remember that, uh, they, there was a comment at the end about the prize money on how it, it kept kind of, you know, for new race winners, if, if you didn't have a new race winner, it would like multiply each race, race weekend. <clears throat> so it was up there pretty high in prize money. And, and they'd asked John and I about the prize money. And, and, uh, you know, we never really entered our mind because all, all our focus was, was, was to win, win that race. And hopefully, uh, hopefully got a little slice of that prize bunny. Um, let's move Davey and, and, close a bit bit of a strange entry like so many things in john's racing career shows up on the twr entry list with you and david brabham and i'm trying to remember what i think there might have been a fourth driver in 1993 uh scott scott goodyear maybe yeah i'll Um, i'll I'll look for sure but just one of those things kind of out of nowhere where you go hey that sounds like a fun lineup a beautiful jag uh v12 jag what do you recall about that because i believe that was john's final 24-hour race at daytona too just you know that that john was was you know the perfect addition to our program um you know, and I was I was super excited about it. Uh, you know, it's it's like I had mentioned earlier. You know, John and I were were best of friends and teammates. You know, during the the BMW days, and then and then he goes off and does you know his own type of racing stuff with the dragsters and indie cars and all that. And I kind of ventured towards sports cars, and 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 I did see him when he didn't come over to sports cars because I mean he was so versatile. I mean you never knew where he was going to show up and in, in what race car. You know whether it's going to be a stock car, a midget, or an indie car. He was all over the map. And um, and you know John, I, I you know I, I was fortunate enough to go to his and Nancy's wedding and and uh, you know he he and Nancy came to to my wedding and and uh, you know we we had a great friendship but yet we we weren't real close because we we're just so busy and focused on our careers. And, and when he came in to, to join us on, on the TWR program for that race, it was just like old times just getting back together. And, mm. and uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I wish it's just, you know, hindsight now, Marshall, I just wish I could sit down with John and over, over, over a meal and a glass of wine, just re- remessing, you know, rem- reminiscing all these great stories. I guess I'll close on that. Davy, so the two of you again really important place in one another's lives as teammates as young guns you both propelled into bigger and, and greater things after your year together as teammates in 1986 you did have that really cool uh, reunion at daytona 93 tell us for those who maybe didn't get to see uh formative years of john andretti tell us about that talent 
that thing that made him so unique where whatever he decided to get into man uh he he was up for the challenge both uh spirit wise and talent wise and you know i always looked at john andretti as as being not only a talented race driver but a smart racing driver and and i think that's where his really expertise was was he was able to get into any type of race car and just really figure it out figure out what it wanted and, and just make it work um you know and and I, I think a lot of that comes from his his sprint car days and you know his days of just digging it was just driving you know whatever and and uh, you know he uh, he was a very versatile driver and and you know i was happy to have him as a teammate and and uh, you know just thankful that that i that i knew of him and you know and i've gotten to know his brother adam quite well through the years who's also a, just an exceptional driver as well um and uh, you know we have some laughs together and and uh, you know um just gonna miss john thank you for listening to remembering john andretti on the marshall pruitt podcast brought to you by the justice brothers torontomotorsports.com bell racing helmets usa and cooper tires if this is your first time listening more than 900 episodes are available at marshallpruittpodcast.com. We also have a subscribe page where Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and plenty of other listening options are readily available.